Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Congratulations, Ravens. It's their Super Bowl to lose right now. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Not just their AFC Championship game to lose. It's their Super Bowl to lose. They put together the most impressive half of football, I think, of anybody in the divisional round, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. I think the Packers are probably the surprise story of the playoffs, Perloff, and Detroit has been the feel-good mm. story of these playoffs, but the Ravens, to me, are playing the best of anyone in the well, playoffs. Yeah, but we only seen them in one game against Houston on the road. So I just think there's some unknown. I think that's why the spread is so close. They came out, they were a little tight, a little rusty, I don't think we've really even seen the Ravens yet. I can't. I mean, that Texans game felt it was close. Obviously, it was tied at half, ten ten, and Houston could have been up thirteen ten. But for some reason, that felt like we don't really know who the Ravens are after that game, and we know who they are from the regular season. But that game, to me, it's a lot different to play Patrick Mahomes and to play a very very young quarterback in the Houston Texans. And I know you guys disagree with it. A dome team that didn't seem super interested in playing out that game in the cold. I mean, they clearly gave up by the fourth quarter. Well, I think maybe it's a combination. Maybe because I've seen the Ravens blow out really good teams, including the 49ers in San Francisco, Santa Clara. And also, I just watched the Houston Texans beat the brakes off of Cleveland a week before. Cleveland. Okay, but Cleveland, don't just Cleveland. I mean, mean, they were a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game, number one. Yeah, I mean, that's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite with Joe Flacco. And one of the best defenses. And one of the best defenses in the league. I think the Ravens' defense is much, much better. And this Ravens' defense is not just they played well. They didn't allow a point offensively. That only touchdown for the the, – Texans came on the special teams, the punt return. I do agree with that. Isaiah Pacheco ran wild. There's no way that's happening against Baltimore. So here's my, but to me, the key strategic question and whatever, what is Kansas City going to do about Lamar Jackson running? Are they going to put a spy on him? You can't, the thing, the problem is if your pass rushers like Houston, it's like they've never seen tape in their life. Their pass rushers ran right past Lamar in every play. But if you don't pressure Lamar, he's going to pick you apart because he's so accurate right now. So it's a pick-your-poison situation. I'd love to know what Steve Spagnuolo is going to do. He's probably in the drawing room right now saying, I'm not sure there's an easy answer. Well, listen, they just came up with something pretty good for Josh Allen in the fourth quarter. So you're going to have to replicate a lot of that. Okay, so they sold out to stop Josh Allen running, but there were open receivers all over the field then. That's a problem, too. Mark Andrews is probably going to be back next week for the Ravens. Uh, That's a tough solution. The only reason I think that Yes, Baltimore looks like a juggernaut right now. They look unstoppable. 
but there is a guy on the other side. It's just that Patrick oh. Mahomes mystique is sitting there, Maggie. And you know, even in Baltimore, as confident as you are, you're going against Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I get it. There is the Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, and now Steve Spagnuolo. There's like a boogeyman aspect to the Kansas City Chiefs, and I get why. But with that defense and the better special teams, like they're the deficiencies that the Bills had, which was so injured on defense. You know, and special teams was awful. The fake punt, the missed field goal. I mean, the punting in general was bad when they actually did punt. They gave Kansas City great field position. That's not going to happen with the Ravens. The Ravens defense is healthy and awesome. Their special teams is probably the best in the NFL. So if we're talking about a game that we think is going to be one, it's going to be tight and one of the margins, that kind of stuff matters. Sorry, they did just let up a punt return touchdown. Well, okay, they got that one. That was after, you know, hadn't played for three weeks, and I'll give a <laughs> pass on that, 855-212-4CBS. Uh, of course, because the victor goes the spoils, Kansas City moves on to face Baltimore, but, you know, spare a thought, pour one out for my Buffalo Bills, who, again, end the season in the only way possible devastation just complete and utter annihilation of your soul so i i kind of disagree with you well i'm the one living it so. well it's just yeah but in the past you guys lost games you should have won there's no way the bill should have won this game See, they were outplayed. I don't want to hear that. They were definitely outplayed. Oh, okay, but you can steal games all the time. The yeah, they would have had to steal it. The better team doesn't always win. Felt like they had a chance to steal it, and they let that chance go. This was a very evenly matched game, which I thought was a kudo and credit to, to Buffalo, considering yep. the defense was at, who could name half of these guys <sighs> in the secondary. Uh, even the backups were getting hurt. It was... Linebackers. Yeah, I didn't believe you because you were always too pessimistic on your own team, but you said... The middle five of this Bills defense are backups, and it's going to be really hard to stop them, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, let's go to the phones, 855-2124-CBS. We'll get more into Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. I mean, this is a juicy one. This is it's pretty good. This is amazing. Not that <laughs> Goff Purdy isn't awesome, but that's yeah. going to be a different type of game. Uh, no, Goff Purdy and Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes are not same, same. <laughs> not exactly the same. Just when we're talking about the quarterbacks, I'm sure both the games are going to be good. Riches in Chicago's got a thought uh, on the the Bills and their coaching staff. What's going on, Rich? I'm going to help. I'm going to help you, Maggie. Kind of get off the ledge. Oh, because I want Jim Harbaugh. Is there some way you can hand deliver him to Buffalo? No, I don't think it's coaching. Uh, I'm I'm a lot older than you guys, and uh, I've been to this is my curse. I've been to all four of the Bills Super Bowl losses in a row. I was a corporate sponsor, and <laughs> in the '90s, and I saw all four games. I saw more than those four, but I did see those four in a row. And here's the Bills curse. And you mentioned earlier. People are accusing the Bills of being Dallas of the AFC. That's really not the curse. Here's the curse. And I'm serious about this because I'm very superstitious. The curse is they are just like the Vikings in the NFC who have lost four Super Bowls, have never been, have never won one, have been to it four times, just like the Bills. So you've got kind of the, the version, the Minnesota version. And, and here's why weird things have happened to the Bills. And the four in a row that I saw, how about Thurman Munson losing his helmet? In Thurman the Thomas, ball? yeah. Yeah, uh, Thomas, I'm sorry. Uh, I was there. I'm looking at him. He didn't even start the game. He's wandering around looking for his helmet. <laughs> you, got Nor- you got Norwood who choked his guts out. 
Now, now you got another Norwood and Bass. So those are three major, major mistakes that normally don't happen to an organized team. And I actually, uh, I think that could carry over. But I think the way you beat it, and I'm serious about this, I think the way you beat it is, and this is going to be a non-divisional game, but you go to Minnesota uh, because their second loss, if you remember, in the Super Bowl uh, was in Minneapolis, which is a double curse. They had yeah. to play in the Metrodome. Again, and the other thing, and, and, and Proloff mentioned this, the only close game was the Tampa the, in Tampa yeah. against the Giants. Against the, the Giants. next three, after Norwood choked, were blowouts. I think they lost by an average of 35 points. Wait, so how do they beat the curse, though, Rich? you got to go to Minnesota and beat the Vikings in Minnesota to get rid of the Minnesota hangover. Oh. They're, they're just, you see, I'm serious. That, it sounds weird. <laughs> how are we going to – they can't even get to the – they can't get back to the Super Bowl, Rich. You can't get by the Chiefs. This is – and, Rich, thank no. you so much. This is Mahomes is the Michael Jordan to the Bills like Patrick Ewing. It's not mm. a place you want to be, by the way. No thanks. And he hasn't, he didn't stop Joe Burrow from getting to the Super Bowl. We're not sure what's going to happen when they play Lamar Jackson, but Mahomes is the personal Michael Jordan to Josh Allen. Well, yeah, you say that. Preventing him and blocking him. This was probably not a Bills Super Bowl year anyway because of the injuries and the Baltimore run game, I think would have been a big problem. So, yeah, I understand that analogy, but here's the question, though. You had said before that he was a Michael Jordan and the rest of the NFL. I'm not ready to discount that because if he beats Lamar Jackson, the only reason the Kansas City is going to beat the Ravens is because of Patrick Mahomes. No, I, I mean, I'll Lamar get, will be listen. the John Stockton Carl <laughs> Malone of this situation. It will be – my original thought on this was Mahomes is Michael Jordan. He's going to prevent all these other good yeah. quarterbacks from winning titles, and I know Joe Burrow beat him, uh, so it's not perfect analogy. But – Right now, it's it's to Josh Allen. I know that's for sure. We'll see yeah. what happens next week. I can't wait to see. Is he going to act that way to Lamar, or is Lamar going to be able to break through? Uh, because to me, I see most of the sports world through a 90s NBA lens. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm giving you your Lamar right is basically, here. he's like, can Sean Kemp and Gary Payton finally get one for the, for the <laughs> team? Uh, I didn't buy it because I thought the NFL had so much parity, but now I'm thinking you're right. And it's not just Mahomes. It's all of a sudden, the Chiefs look so much more comfortable in that setting at the end of the game. They don't feel like they panic. Where the Ravens, have been, is it good or bad that the Ravens have beat everyone by three touchdowns coming to this? Because I, I would love to see two minutes left. I do not know what a Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, two minutes left looks like. I know what it looks like with Josh Allen. Yeah. And I got to be honest, if, if the Chiefs could keep it close, I have a lot of faith in Mahomes in that situation. So this is going to sound like sour grapes, and I don't mean it to. I think the Bills lost that game more than the Chiefs won it. I can't, can't, can't agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what game you were watching. <laughs> that final drive, I think if the Bills execute on that final drive, yeah. you guys keep telling me all morning those crossing routes were open. If Josh Allen just sees Stephon Diggs, he was staring down Khalil Shakir in the end zone. But if he sees that opening, then it's then you can dink and dunk and take even more time off the clock and get there. Well, the only reason, the Chiefs definitely could have lost that game. McCall Hardman, the latest Chiefs knuckle receiver, and the fact that they didn't pick up that fumble, it felt like if the Chiefs had lost, that would have been a huge That would have been a massive. That would have been them giving away the the game. The Hardman fumble alone, if you're McCall Hardman, if you're a Chiefs fan, the one thing you cannot do do there is fumble. I know. You try to reach out for the pylon, 
And I don't think they should get rid of that play. I, I think you the defense it already has there. been so yeah. decimated by the rule changes. Like it's so hard to play defense now in the NFL. And so keep that rule. Guys shouldn't be mm. able to reach out like that at the goal line without consequences. I hate it during the regular season, but I liked it last night. I don't know why. It kept the kept the game close. Kept the game close. Kept you it, interested. It kept it interested, but also too, it felt like Hardman deserved that. That was such a knucklehead play because it would have been first and goal. They could have just run the ball in, or maybe second and goal. But either way, uh, the Chiefs had that game. That was right after the fake punt. That must have been so. I can't imagine I what the shocked. gray household was like during that little two-minute exchange. It's silent. Stunned silence. Like, my husband and I were watching. We were watching in our bedroom TV, and just we couldn't believe it. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And if you're going to do something like that, give it to Josh Allen. Don't have DeMar Hamlin, who's played probably a 25 snaps all season. Why would you put him in that situation? Well, you, you clearly missed the idea when we talked about the NFL being scripted. Uh, Sean McDermott saw the Disney right. Hollywood movie script and said, oh, this yeah. has got to be how it ends. It's great DeMar Hamlin, the feel-good story, getting the first down that changes the momentum for yes. the Bills and we finally go to the Super Bowl. I know, EJ, it's news to you that the Bills lose in these heartbreaking ways my whole life, yeah. but there was no shot that anything with Buffalo ends like a Disney movie. I have a No str- shot. I have a strong vibe. That Sean McDermott did not call that fake punt. Well, I, then it's on him for the miscommunication. I don't or know lack what of happened. Communication there. with the special team. It was the weirdest play because a for some reason I couldn't really tell what was happening. It lasted like Hamlin was running for a good eight seconds and not getting anywhere. It was the weirdest play. They had a huge advantage of eight blockers on six blockers, and still got no space whatsoever. It, it looked like he was running on a treadmill. Yeah, right. Yes, like exactly. Fred Flintstone, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> Like, he gets a running start and then goes, but he didn't go anywhere. Yeah, uh, and there are all those jokes about Isaiah Pacheco, the Chiefs running back's running style that Nate Burleson so said he runs like a kid who's trying on shoes at the shoe store. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is, like, yeah, he's angry at the ground. Uh, it's fun, but, yeah, sorry about that play. <laughs> I wish it worked out for you. But that's, you. that's why I can't really say the Bills lost this game because I felt like they didn't play well enough to win. I mean, you you have Diggs dropping passes. Yeah. You have you should have gave up a touchdown was from McCall Hartman and that knucklehead. I mean, you there's so many plays that you know Josh Allen fumbled and there were three Chiefs around the ball and none of them for some reason pick it up. Like it felt like the Bills were lucky to be in that spot. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes had a until the fourth quarter had total control of the game. Yet neither nobody was stopping anybody until the fourth quarter. I, I thought that the Bills actually recovered quite nicely from the Stefan Diggs drop. They got back to what they were doing. They found Kincaid a couple times. Josh Allen ran a couple times. They got to that really great play to uh, Shakir. Uh, what was that on fourth down? The fourth down conversion? Yeah, the third, it was the fourth, third down. Third down conversion. Beautiful play call. Like, I thought they got themselves back on track. You guys got to be, you got to understand something. Bills don't go on 16-play drives. That's not what they do because Josh Allen has a penchant to turn the ball over. Which he should have done. Which he almost did. So, I I thought they got themselves back on track. and then I still can't believe this is going to go out as a digs drop game. I mean, Goofy could have thrown a flag on pass interference. 
Yes, he should have made that catch if he's a number one all-time receiver, but it, we're acting like he dropped like a wide-open pass and hit him in the chest. But you know what? I think also is the reason why we think of this as a Diggs drop tubes because of all the stuff we heard in the offseason. It was, yes, I don't I, feel good about this team. And I they're trying to figure out what's going on with him. He's not getting the ball enough. He's sulking. All these issues. And then, okay, money's on the line. Game's on the line. All the chips in the, to the middle of the table. We throw a 60-yard bomb that could change the course of the game, and the ball goes through your hands. Well, It, it can't happen. EJ is 100% right. There's baggage with this, and that's what happens when you have a team together for a long time and they don't win. You know, this baggage ends up building and building. And don't forget, earlier in the drive before, it was Sherfield who dropped a play, and even I tweeted it. If you're going to go downfield like that, it's got to be to Diggs, and he dropped it. Wait, wait, wait. That was not a drop. Well, he trapped it on the ground. Diving guys, there were whatever. There were five Chiefs around. That ball just happened to land in an empty space. That was not a high percentage play. None of their anything plus twenty yards right. was high percentage. They couldn't get anything going, which is a problem. I mean, because yeah. again, this is you're talking about the the biggest game of the season and your biggest drive, and you're going for these low percentage. Hail Mary type plays. It's like, where oh. is your little, like the Shakir play, which was on fourth down? Um, like the Shakir play, where are your little dunk, ding and dunk plays to get you to move the sticks? Like it, it seemed like Josh Allen was just playing off or not. I will say this. Josh oh, it's Allen, been worse. This was like a very conservative game by Bill's accounts. Right. It's just that drive just felt like yeah. it was all or nothing. And I mean, Josh Allen, he plays quarterback the way like people play quarterback in their backyard. It's just like yeah. throwing the ball 60 yards yeah. or I'm taking off and running. Yes, this is the Josh Allen experience. I mean, have you had a blind? You watch a lot of NFL. Have you had a blind spot to the Bills until <laughs> no, this game? No, I'm just saying, like that was that was the moment where, like, you would have thought this is where they can't play this way. And to Maggie's point, he was kind of under control. You weren't seeing some of those yeah. big shots and, and risk taking. In fact, he had to kind of defend the offense. They were saying, "Why weren't there more big big plays?" And he said, "Well, we were giving, taking what the defense gives them." And, and then second half, they didn't do that. I, I thought that, and this is what leads me to saying I want a coaching change. Which people are like, 11 wins, you know, two home games in the playoffs. How could you want a coaching change? What's the identity on offense? It changed midseason. You still don't have it figured Ooh, it out. I, I like their identity in the second half. With uh, Joe I Brady. did too. But yeah. again, in the biggest moment, it evaded them and they went away from it. So that's that's to me why you need a change. 855 212 for CBS. As for the NFC, Leland is in Sacramento, wants to talk about the Niners and escaping with a win over the Packers. Hey, Leland, how are you? Hey, good morning, Maggie and Perloff. How are you guys doing? You know, we're doing well. What do you got to yeah. say? Well, I'm first. I want to say I enjoy listening to the show. Thank you, you know, you guys came on in the Northern California market uh, maybe in the last couple of months, and I like I like the vibe. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Hey, hey Leland, welcome. do you know about our um, about the 49ers, the new 49ers bet? I do not. Inform me. Okay, so Eric in Portland with his cool son Cooper sent Perloff and I Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirts and I said if the 49ers win the Super Bowl I'll wear the Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirt for a month a month straight wow um, I don't know that's uh, that's going to be a tall bet and I'll explain why <laughs> okay tell us so um the, the so many things you know you could, a person could comment about uh the game on Saturday but here's a couple of things I saw I saw Nick Bosa getting blocked by wide receivers. I saw seams seams on the edge. They were just going for so many yards. And the 49ers don't fix that, no matter what Brock Purdy does, whether he improves his game, learns how to throw a ball when it's wet. But it's not going to rain next week here in Northern California. But uh, the 49ers' defense, 
to me, didn't play up to their standard, and if they don't get it together, they're not going to win against the Lions. Those Dan Campbell-led Lions play with intensity. And I'm a 49er fan. I'm rooting for the 49ers, but I'm just being realistic. Well, explain to me. Can someone explain to me why this 49ers defense is not awesome? I look at the players, and I'm like, oh, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, all pro, all pro, all pro. And yet... Jordan Love looked like he wasn't scared of them at all on Saturday night. I mean, the only thing I can think of, and Leland, maybe you've got a thought, but losing Hufanga, I mean, he was pretty awesome. Ah, You can't blame it on one guy when you have this much talent. I don't know. You can't throw to Lenore. I mean, there's a lot of things that should be working for this. Uh, It is weird. I don't know. You know, know, those three three losses, they brought down Steve Wilkes from the booth to the field. That seemed to help a little bit with the emotion. But... I'm telling you, I saw Fred Werner with his arms stretched out trying to tackle missing tackles. Uh, I, I know Greenlaw got those two interceptions, but the biggest thing for me was the lack of sacks by uh, the, uh, yeah. the bookends. Well, that's the Chase thing about Jordan Love, Leland, is, and, you know, and thank you for the phone call, and good luck to your Niners. We'll be talking a lot about them uh, this week, of course, but. That's the thing about Jordan Love and about quarterbacks these days, and, and Greg Olson mentioned it yesterday. Um, no, he mentioned it Saturday night. If you want to play quarterback in this day and age, you've got to be able to move. And Jordan Love is not a running quarterback by any stretch, but he can move around. Like, these guys don't get sacked anymore. Yeah, and, and credit, the Packers line blew up, blew away the Niners' defensive line. That's why Aaron Jones was going nuts. He's right. These wide receivers were blocking Chase Young. They're blocking Nick Bosa. I Bosa, mean, Bosa made some plays. Bosa had some tackles for loss. He wasn't totally disappeared. But Chase Young, I mean, I don't expect much out of him. But Javon Hargrave, all these guys, Dre Greenlaw, I I think really people are underestimating what happened to Dre Greenlaw. He messed with Big Dom in Philadelphia and got (laughs) disrupted his like amazing season. I'm half kidding. But it does feel. I've seen Dre Greenlaw completely take over games and he just was not as impactful. Uh, it's, it's weird how how good this defense should be and what's actually seeing on the field. Are you? I mean, if you're in the no one's scared that the Lions aren't going to be able to move the ball. This is supposed to be the ferocious Niners defense, and I think everyone thinks that it's good. It's a 52 point total. It's a lot. Um, got more thoughts on that game in just a moment. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two. 4227. Also, here's some from Dan Campbell, Lions head coach, after the win. We'll play that for you next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. You know, you want something the city can be proud of. Though You can look at those guys and say, man, I can back that guy. I can back that team. You know, I can resonate with those group of guys. Um, you know, they're kind of salty. You know, they, they don't quit, they play hard. Um, and so I feel like we've done that. And I think these guys, you know, they have a kinship with this city in this area. And they love it. <laughs> I assume that's Dan Campbell. Uh, I'm not sure of the credit. Uh, or is that at the post-game press conference? So the, the Lions have these fancy players. Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jared Goff, Supreme Court quarterback. Frank Ragno, their center, is just an animal. And the fact that he gets injured on every play and comes <laughs> back and mauls somebody the next play, they are taking on the Dan Campbell persona which is, uh, they're not a defense team at all. They're a wide-open passing game. I am so excited for the San Francisco-Detroit game. You know, obviously, I'm a Brock Purdy fan. Obviously, a lifelong Detroit Lions fan. I'm rooting sure. for everybody in this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, Maggie. Good be like you. me. Your bills are out of it. Just embrace. How can you not like this Ravens team? How can you not like this Chiefs team? There are four very, well, three-and-a-half likable teams. I don't know about the Niners. 
But uh, <laughs> Lion's incredibly likable. Chiefs you don't are like, not likable. Chiefs are so. Oh boy. Definitely not. What is not likable about the Chiefs that they're good? That's it. No, well, that's part of it is once you're this good, people are going to come for you and the winning, you know, is going to breed some contempt there. So that's part of it for sure. And they're peak annoying. I mean, the Taylor Swift stuff is just the tip of the iceberg here. And I thought Jason Kelsey for your Philadelphia Eagles shirtless at the game enough. I mean, talk about wanting to hog all the spotlight for yourself. Let your brother have it. It's his moment. They're celebrating every touchdown in that booth in the suite. Like the Kansas City Chiefs have never been to the divisional round before. Meanwhile, you've already won two Super Bowls and been to three with Patrick Mahomes. Like I, I Travis Kelsey will be fine on the attention front. The dude just did a heart sign after scoring a touchdown to Taylor Swift and you're in his spot. So annoying. you're worried about Jason stealing attention from Travis? That is the last no. worry you have to have on this planet Earth at this time. This is the problem. Is I feel like the Kelsey brothers. I'm already over the Kelsey brothers, and in a lot of ways, we're just getting started with these two. And I. And I'll be real, this guy better retire. Who? At Jason. Oh, yeah. You cannot, I mean, I know because he's been waffling, or I don't know. If this guy comes back to your Eagles pearl off after rocking a Chiefs hat, taking his shirt off, getting into a Bills fans, phony. Complete, I, we literally phony seen the baloney. man. We've seen the man drink 300 beers already in two weeks since the season's been over. I don't know if he's going to be peak physical shape to come back to the Eagles. I'll take it back. I don't care about any of this. Uh, what a, that, that, is, that I, is a loser energy. To, get to out of here. What, what, what Rocking, on earth do I care? The man will party with anybody. It doesn't matter. If you have beer, he'll be there. Is that a bad thing? What are you? you what's the difference? He's No, the, the retirement tour has to be on. What I think is interesting is, do you guys see Michelle Tavoya talking on CBS Sports Radio, actually, over the weekend? She said she thinks Travis is going to retire. Yeah. And they asked, why do you, why, you know, where are you coming with that? Because uh, Travis just said that he has no intention of retiring a couple weeks ago. And she said something that she might actually know about, which is NBC and Peacock wanting to do a Manning style second broadcast with the Kelsey brothers to kind of rival the Manning cast for Peacock, for the streaming-only service. And Michelle Tafoya worked at NBC for a long time. She might really know something from someone on the inside about that. Yeah, I mean, you could. that's a great plan. Maybe you could do that next year, too, if Kelsey does come back. I think it's hard to retire, especially if the Chiefs don't win this year. I, If the Chiefs win at all, that would make a little more sense. But if they get really close, don't you think Travis is still playing so well? I, I think either way you want to come back because you you win and you get three Super Bowl trophies and Patrick Mahomes is 28. Why wouldn't the Patriots and Tom Brady be in the sights? Like, I did not think anyone would ever pass Brady, but if Mahomes wins his third one before 30, come on. With Andy Reid, is not super old. Yeah. He might want to. So Andy, talk about CBS Plus Radio, and you know, you have Mike Florio coming on Zach Gelb's show saying yeah. he thinks Andy Reid may be thinking about retirement. I think that is to get a new contract, but mm. that's just me. Um, but yes, I did hear that. This will be three. It's you know that Bucks title has put a lot of distance between him and everyone else. It's funny the Chiefs were not a great team this year. I don't even understand where all of a sudden the old Chiefs emerged in Buffalo last week. Well, the defense has been good. Defense has been good, but they have not passed the ball at all, all season long. And now it's really interesting that all of a sudden they found their footing in the playoffs. Pacheco and Kelsey, that's all you need. Uh, John is in Western New York, has a thought on the Bills. Hey, John, what's up? 
Hi, I just want you guys to take in consideration the fact that nobody seems to talk about it because they don't think much of it. But, you know, the one team had almost eight days off. The other team had six days off. Yeah. And if you notice by the second half, the Bills weren't in the trenches driving the Chiefs back like they were in the first. Uh, I think between that and the fact that, uh, you know, Davis wasn't playing and they didn't have a, a true number two that stretched the field, especially when Shakur, that's how his name's pronounced, got yeah. hurt. Uh, basically, they just, they, they, early in the game, they had, they were always playing a double safety. After, in the second half, that safety, a lot of times, was sneaking up into the box and then they were stuffing the run. So th- those things all come into consideration. I, I just think that, that that those couple days that they did not have rest like the Chiefs did uh, took, you know, the stamina kind of wore on the Bills a little bit. Uh, it's not anything that you see glaring right out at you, but it is something that, that does come about from, you know, just the stamina of a, of a game, like the intensity of a game like that. Yeah, last John, night. and, and the, uh, I appreciate the phone call. I know you're a big Steeler fan, and yeah. so you know that first-round game against Buffalo, the final score may have looked like it was a blowout, but the Bills lost some key guys yeah. in that game, and they've been essentially were playing must-win games coming out of the bye week, starting with that game with Kansas City where Kadarius Tony lined up in the neutral zone. The Bills escape with a 2017 win. It's been playoff games. You know, it takes a toll. I, I can't use that as an excuse. Well, I mean, I think the analytics show a Monday night team playing on Sunday next week definitely gives you a disadvantage. There's, yeah. That's common sense. In fact, it shouldn't have been a mo- uh, Monday game. If you could just get your weather in control up there in <laughs> western New York, then it would have been on, normal. God. And I know Andrew Bogus is sitting here. He hates the tired theory, but... That is definitely a short week Bills team that came out there. And he's exactly right. You don't think that's a perfectly legitimate argument that the Bills offensive line was not pushing like it did early in the game. I can't. I mean, you got the ball in your hands with under oh, two minutes left on. to go and you're driving. Like, I can't all of a sudden say, man, if Mother Nature hadn't really messed with the Bills last week, then maybe they'd have a better shot here. It's I can't do that. Well, that, you, sound, that sounds like we And that's saw. a team that also had a Sunday night game on week 18 that got kind of a break getting a Monday game. So you got extra rest in the wild card round, and the, the, the Steelers played on Saturday. So I don't know who's to say that maybe you got big, a big advantage in the first game. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah but that was a definitely got Steelers. two extra days, but like, you right. can't do it. I mean, yeah, you definitely can. I'm not going to. Oh, you, 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 you have no shame. Well, so. I mean, just – like you can't you can't pretend that these things don't matter. Obviously they do. We're talking about the importance of a buy. All that stuff matters big time. How about Dan Campbell yesterday after the game? He's like, All right, we got two down, we got two more to go, and there's a buy in between. Oh, you know Kyle Shanahan's gonna be playing that clip all week. <laughs> Probably. Can I just tell everybody what added the insult to the injury for this weekend? Not only did the Bills lose and my favorite team season comes to a crushing defeat once again, our hot water heater blew out Friday night. Apparently, same uh, thing happened at a, at the stadium last night. I saw yeah. that. I don't think that one was an accident. No, it doesn't sound <laughs> like it. All of a sudden, the Chiefs players had no hot water. That's a shame. Um, That's yeah. not. So wait, no hot so water no shower? all weekend. I I finally went to the gym. Oh, <laughs> showered my husband too. That's the worst. That's <laughs> I the felt worst. lucky I had the gym. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, yeah, it's better than nothing. But I mean, like when when you get when those hot water situations happen, like that is. The worst is you can't do the dish, the dishes in the dishwasher. And if you want to just hand wash them, which I'm not above, uh, we had to do that for many years living in New York City with no dishwasher. But you have no hot water, so it feels like the dishes aren't getting. Impo- clean. I hate that feeling. I hate uh, with the dishwasher. Down. 
You know what else is bad when you have a somebody, a hypothetical 13-year-old daughter who likes to take 42-minute showers, <laughs> leaving you in no hot water? <laughs> Just a for instance Or if you there. have a 32-year-old man in Queens who also likes to take a lot of hot showers for very long. Everyone's thinking in the shower. Yeah, but in Queens, dude, you should have no problem in an apartment building with hot water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, I wish, Mr. You, Bogus. Yeah, that's not. I mean, the apartment building I lived in in Queens had a huge Huge tank of water boiling up all day long. It was never a hot water problem. Oh, I've had random problems. And I've had days at a time where they say, hey, you know, from 10 a.m. to yeah. 4 p.m. Okay, that I've had. No that. hot water because we're trying to, quote, unquote, fix it, <laughs> only to have to then fix it again a month later. I thought Bogus was, like, being sarcastic there. Like, of course, I don't even know what you're saying. Is Queens <laughs> right. known for having good hot water? <laughs> no, I've like, never I've, heard that in my life. I, so I've had, the, like, the maintenance issues, but I've never had my wife get out of the shower and go, oh, there's no more hot water left. Oh, that. But that might have just been your apartment. I mean, how do you know? How can you speak for the whole borough? <laughs> because there are huge apartment buildings with huge boilers. That you're In your house, one long shower, a tub filling up for a kid, that can zap all the hot water in and your, what, what in your heater. When we lose hot water is you also can't do laundry. Because yeah. we have a laundry room in our apartment or building, and if there's no hot water, I mean, unless you want to just yeah. wash everything cold, I would have. I didn't try any laundry. I was like, ah, I'm gonna just take the weekend yeah. off with the laundry. Ooh, but yeah. it's uh, yeah, water heater breaks, well, bills lose. Mm, what mm, else you guys? Got? Maggie, maybe you could just now follow that uh, that marketing campaign. Go to Astoria to get a hot shower <laughs> because Queens is known. That's where the hot water flows like lava. <laughs> It's actual lava. Uh, Bogus has headlines. Yo. Uh, at least one of us wants Sean McDermott out in Buffalo after a third playoff exit to the Chiefs in four seasons. Andy Reid would not agree. He's done a phenomenal job here and a phenomenal job this year. Um, uh, like coach of the year level coaching. And I really love the losing to us part. Uh, there was... <laughs> yeah, keep him around. <laughs> this is, of course, Andy Reid wants Sean McDermott to stay. He keeps uh, beating him in the playoffs. Yesterday, there was the dumb fake punt, the debatable play calling on their final drive, and then Tyler Bass's 44-yard miss with 143 to go, all after a regular season that was far from smooth sailing. But McDermott wants to try again to get this group to the Super Bowl. Tonight, we didn't do enough, starting with me. And... Uh, and um, and so you know, I but you know, I wouldn't trade any one of those guys or or tell you that I'm not confident in those guys. I am extremely confident. The Chiefs, meanwhile, reached the AFC title game for the sixth year in a row. The first five were at home. This one will be in Baltimore Sunday. It's followed by Lions Niners. Nobody in Detroit for now calling for Dan Campbell's job anymore. You think about the dark times there early on in 2021, a lot of people calling for his head, a lot of people in this room calling for his head. Um, and, you know, it's it's pretty good to be able to sit up here and be able to play in the NFC Championship. Jared Goff and his head coach winners again this postseason because the QB led three long TD drives in the second half. The Lions did give the ball back to the Bucks with time to get the tying points, but linebacker Derek Barnes picked off Baker Mayfield to secure the 31-23 win. Lions OC Ben Johnson might have interviewed for the Falcons' vacancy last night. No confirmation on that yet this morning. The Eagles have reportedly fired D coordinator Sean Desai and are not expected to retain Matt Patricia and Seahawks offensive coordinator Shane Waldron about to take the same job with the Bears. For the second straight game, the Suns' big three combined for 91 points last night, 40 for Kevin Durant, 26 from Bradley Beal, 25 from Devin 
Devin Booker. They beat the Pacers 117-110 for their fifth win in a row. Thankfully, as far as we know, no widows harmed in the making of this NBA ceremony. The Heat retiring <laughs> Udonis Haslam's number 40 back on Friday night. I had a speech written, and once I saw, you know, well, I heard the, the quotes from my parents, and I saw the seats and just that whole thing. I couldn't even read my speech. It was speech was out the window. I couldn't keep it together. Um, so I didn't cry, but I couldn't necessarily uh, couldn't read the speech the way I, you know, the way I practiced it a thousand times. Um, it just didn't work out that way. So I just had to come off the top. Um, I hope I didn't miss anybody. Um, if there was a widow to be booed in Miami on Friday, apparently EJ would have done it. I don't think he <laughs> agrees that Udonis Haslam's number 40 should be. <laughs> well, hey, let's, let's, let's also retire Rick Mahorn, ML, ML Carr, um, the late great Anthony Mason. Like, let's just retire all, you know, random goons numbers for a Whoa. Like, What's come up, on. Knicks fans? Come on. That's a lot. Rick, <laughs> I love, I love Anthony player. Mason. I love all the guys I just named. Not yeah, those, Emma, those not are like Emma my Carr's, favorite not players. Not Emma Carr as much, but come, come on. Like, Emma Carr, solid guy. Fine guy. <laughs> Retiring the number? First of all, I'm shocked Udonis Haslam is retired. That was news to me. I thought he was still <laughs> hanging around there. He's been retired <laughs> like the for the last five years. I think it's a lifetime <laughs> achievement award, and they were like, ah, I guess we'll retire. Is there any difference between a retired Udonis Haslam and an active Udonis Haslam? <laughs> <laughs> Paperwork. Yeah, someone can fight Jimmy Butler, and the other one can't. Are you, that is a must-retire. He is what? the heart and soul yeah. of the Miami Heat for two decades. Yeah, That man is the worst player in the NBA to have his number retired. Well, if Why? you go by the by number. Far. <laughs> By far. But what about impact? You know? Impact for uh, okay, what? For just being a good OG? No, oh, I he was still playing. He was good 25 years ago when he was in his prime. <laughs> 25 years ago, before you were alive, he was really good, EJ. No, I think I think it's probably because didn't Eric Spolstra like need him as the enforce the enforcer on the you know kind of execute his message? He probably well, that's what I'm saying. Like, then I, to me, there are a lot of guys who played in the 80s for franchises who did not get recognized. Who should be like, hey, what about me? You can't I just mean, put him in the heat ring of honor or something? Yeah, I mean, Charles Oakley is What's getting thrown out of MSG. This guy's getting his number retired. I mean, what do we, like, come Okay, on. but that's the Knicks' fault. Wait, the guy how, played 23 years in Miami. Right, won multiple titles. Wait, how many guys from Miami are going to get their jersey retired? So it, Jimmy right. Butler at some point? I mean, why not Antoine Walker? Why not Jason Williams? Why not? Dude, you know those guys are not Udonis Haslam. <laughs> which Jason no Williams? I don't even know which one you're talking about. Career. Why not Ronnie Cycli? Why not uh, at this point? I Roddy Cycli's great. Yeah. Good DJ. By the way, Miami's not been around that long. Are you sure Roddy Cycli's number's not up there? It's not there. Glenn Rice for sure, right? I mean, Wait. look, the Heat, I mean, they Are they going to retire Michael, LeBron? Definitely. Yes, of they definitely will retire LeBron, but I mean, they retire Michael Jordan's number. They're retiring guys on teams they, they don't even play for them. Uh, Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway, Chris Bosch, Wade, and the, Tim Hardaway. And the Jordan, they retired Jordan's 23. Remember that? Oh, did everybody retire then? No, they no, did. Only they oh, did. they did. Yeah, I do remember that. I mean, wait, what? Those are, <laughs> you just named you just named all Hall of Famers, right? I'm sorry. Wait a minute. What happened? Where was I living in a rock when this happened? When did they retire Jordan? Uh, three or four years ago? No, this was a while yeah, ago. Yeah, it was longer than that. Oh, was he playing? Been, it might have been like 10. But What in the name of Pat Riley? What? How? Yeah. There's Jordan's number 23 Bulls jerseys hanging in the Miami Heat's arena. A big like, thank you for retiring so they can have so a chance to play. These are the jokers you guys are saying that know what they're doing when it comes to retiring numbers. Wait, were they trying to do some kind of like Jackie Robinson type of thing? Where Pat everyone Riley believes everybody should retire it, so he jumped the gun. Wait, by the way, you'll retire Charles Oakley. Is, is he retired or should be retired? For the no. Yeah, it should be. 
it's not, not. But it's not though. And my thing is, it's well, that's not, just of whatever. But you are talking about Charles yeah, Oakley again? I can mention Rick Mahorn. I can mention a bunch Rick Mahorn of should definitely guys. be. Is he retired? He's great. I don't think it is. <laughs> but like, that's my point. He's like, awesome. There's a standard for uh, the kind of player you are for the number you for getting a number retired. Well, clearly that standard doesn't exist for the Heat if they retired Michael Jordan's number. Right. right. And all right. he did was beat them. I mean, you just named all Hall of Famers and then the greatest player of all time, and Udonis Haslam's up there. But well, it doesn't have to be about seven points and six rebounds a game. And also, also let's also point out, this is a completely useless honor. This is up to the Heat to do whatever they want. This means nothing in the grand scheme of things. He's not in the, he's not in the Hall of Fame. No, he's his you, number retired in Miami because he was a huge factor for two decades and multiple title teams. I'm surprised I'm he actually Heat isn't fan. in the Hall of Fame. The, the bar for that is kind of low. I mean, if I'm <laughs> Miami, my Miami, Miami Heat fan, I'm taking my kids to the game. And I'm seeing the guys in the rafters, and I'm saying, what did Udonis Haslam do? I'd say... He held it down for 20 years. <laughs> oh, Amon Zamorni only went to a million All-Star games and Defensive Player of the Year. Tim Hardaway, With, only one of the greatest point guards of his era. Michael Jordan is only Michael Jordan. Udonis has him. Michael Jordan uh, didn't play here, no, that guy. Don't forget, <laughs> Alonzo Mourning did it with, like, one kidney. Right. He almost died playing for the Miami Heat. All right. Rick Mahorn's number is retired at, ha- at Hampton University, not for the Detroit. <laughs> there you go. It said Rick Mahorn number retired by the Pirates. It took me about eight minutes to figure out which Pirates they were talking about. Pittsburgh Pirates. I had no idea. But was there anything else? No, I'm good. Okay, that's quite a way to end. Uh, okay, lots more to do, including thoughts on these games, and uh, you know it's bad when your mom's talking trash to your quarterback. Get to that next. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. without a cowboy quickie, did you? This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. You know it's bad when your family members are trolling members of your team on social media. So how about CeeDee Lamb's mom, whose name is Lita Ramirez, just writes on Facebook in all caps, DAC isn't it. 
multiple exclamation points. And then goes on. Says he wished he could play with CJ Stroud. Said they need to get rid of Dak Prescott. It's guys on the team that want to ring. They work hard. Basically implying that Dak Prescott doesn't really want a ring and saying as much. He don't want to win a ring. All caps with the ring. So that's mm. CeeDee Lamb's mom. And then you have Micah Parsons' brother, Terrence Parsons Jr. So just remember what the defense looked like before and after Micah. That's all I'm going to say. You want to talk stats, right? Dominant players. You won't have great numbers because they get all the attention. You confuse good with great. LOL. Basically saying... Micah Parsons is the difference here. It will be the difference, not Dak Prescott. Like, mm. getting that right? Got it. Got it all. He also pretty much said that, you know, it will be a short day before they take Micah Parsons and get him out of there. Wait, what? That Mike Parsons will not be there very long. That yeah. was his brother said. Oh, right. <laughs> so, because he's out for a contract, right? Yeah. That's your cowboy quick. <laughs> that's a real good sign for a franchise when we're hearing from siblings <laughs> and moms, yes. that, which is every organization's favorite thing. Also, uh, Michael Parsons had to come out and say the views of Terrence Parsons is not the views of me. <laughs> so good for him for trying to clear the air. But um, yeah, not good. Not good at all. But that's the Cowboys and we get a long time to dissect what's going on with them. Meanwhile, we have a championship round to get to, Perloff. Your gut reaction when you hear Ravens-Chiefs and the Niners-Lions start with the Oh, AFC. my gosh. Two great games. The Ravens-Chiefs, I'm dying to know if the Chiefs, how you stop Lamar Jackson. What's the game plan? You said you have a whiteboard in front of you. I have no idea what the answer is. Niners-Lions is going to be a wild shootout. Neither team can play defense right now. I can't wait. Uh, for me, I think it's the Ravens Super Bowl to lose, and that's not just me being sour grapes because the Chiefs beat my Bills last night. I really think the Ravens are the healthier team, they're the more complete no. team, defense, special teams, all that stuff. Not that the Cow- not that the uh, Chiefs have bad special teams; they their kicker's good too. But it just feels super complete with the Ravens. But maybe I'm underestimating Patrick Mahomes, and I would rue the day. And then on the flip side for the 49ers. I thought they more they escaped with a win against yeah. the Packers. And you can blame the rain or whatever, but I thought that Brock Purdy was not great through most of that game. Rallied to put together a final drive that was fantastic. Got his team the win. I wonder if that's in their heads a little bit, though. I think you saw the, the real 49ers in the fourth quarter, and they were the dominant team. If that game went to overtime, they were going to smash it. So I disagree with that a little bit. Uh, we've got all week to talk about it, and we can't wait. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Peepalotti. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, Andrew Bogish, Weedos, coffee drinkers, callers, everyone on point today. We're back with more football tomorrow, y'all. See you then. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.